A quick reminder to not take anything you hear too seriously. We are bullshitting after all, and views expressed in this podcast do not necessarily reflect the views of the individual or any other associated parties. All individuals or parties discussed are assumed to be fictional characters. Now that we got that shit out of the way, let's get to it. You forgot to hit record, you <laughs> fucking idiot. <laughs> Alright, gang. Welcome back to Bullshit with Friends, an adequately annihilated original podcast. I'm Jason. I'm Christian. And we're back. We got a new sound, got some new equipment here. It's been 29 days. It's been a long-ass time <laughs> since the last episode. A lot of shit's happened. We're going to cover some very interesting things, some really stupid things. <laughs> Some really stupid things. Oh well, that's what this I podcast hope is for. Gets a kick out of it. Anyway, so we're gonna jump right into shit here, Jason. You wanna take a swing and a miss real quick? <laughs> so, so before uh, before we left you guys, we we left you with what, uh, a segment we called "Food for the Thoughtless," and the question was, which conspiracy theory do you believe is most likely to be true? So, I think I'll just jump right in. I think it's all the shit about Area 51. So, I think aliens are 100% real. I do not think we are alone in this universe. I think the universe is way too big, way too vast, way too infinite for that. And I think for whatever reason, the government doesn't want us to know. I don't know why. Do you know why? I, uh... I mean, like, we, we gotta break this down. Like, what about Area Fifty One? Do you think is not Area Fifty One's obviously real? Oh, it's real for sure. But I think like, do you think they're? You, I think there's aliens think, and or a, alien technology there. I can see that. A hundred percent. You won't. Get, I mean, I what's guess, your proof? All right, so I'm gonna sit over here. Where's what you got? So okay, hundred. Let me just something about me. A lot of what I, a lot of what I believe is kind of based off <laughs> my own like hunches, right? Mm-hmm. It's it's stupid as fuck, right? It's dumb as it's dumb as shit. <laughs> but like, why would the government be so secretive about that particular air force base? Out just a random one out in the Nevada mm-hmm. desert. Why would they be willing to fucking shoot people? coming in proximity to that. Where if you get in proximity of another one, you probably just get arrested, right? At least that's that's what I think. So So your thing you, your whole premise on conspiracy theories, the worst thing that you think is out there is that we might be housing aliens. That's not no, that wasn't the that's not the question. It's which conspiracy theory do you believe is most likely to be true? Oh, most likely. Okay. Yeah, is most likely. Oh, yeah. Well, that's that's pretty obvious. Uh, I agree with you there. Yeah, no, that's a very good point. So mine, I I got a thought on this one, and this might come straight out of left field, but I think Guantanamo is not actually housing terrorists or really shitty people. Um, I think that was confirmed. Yeah, I mean, there's some shitty people that go there, but Guantanamo is not the shithole. No. I got a buddy that was an NP that was in Guantanamo and did a couple of years there. And No shit. Yep. Wait, can you talk about this? I can't bring up his name or okay, anything like okay, that. So okay. it's just my buddy. 
Um, he did a couple of years as an MP. He wanted to be a cop when he got out of the military, went in, and his first station as an MP was Guantanamo. And I was talking to him when he got stationed there, and he was pissed. He was like, Guantanamo is where you go for your career to die. And I asked him what that meant, and he said, well, basically, the whole point of going to Guantanamo is that you get stuck there because there's supposedly terrorists there, and you can't talk about anything you see or do or happens in Guantanamo. Oh, of course. And he goes and does his time, becomes a cop. I'm talking to him. We get a little intoxicated one night, and I just straight up asked him. Oh, yeah. Just total discord. And he said nothing weird ever happened there. Really? Yeah, there's some shitty people there, but the people that are really supposed to be there, you never saw. No shit. No, he's not like guard inside the prison, mind you. Right. But he's an MP. He was all over that place. Well, I've heard some... Fucked up things I don't out think of Guantanamo. Guantanamo. Yeah, I think maybe it used to be, but now it's just like, oh, we're going to say that this is the worst of the worst and just show you this open. and tell you that this is the worst thing that you can go through as a prisoner because this is still acceptable. Jesus. I think that we have gulags and real shitty, nasty prisons for those foreign prisoners that we have no idea about. 100%. You're not going to go capture these people that you don't want the average citizen to know about and put them in a place like Guantanamo where you have an MP that can go back to his buddies and get drunk and tell them what he saw. Fuck. <laughs> there ain't nobody in there that's not very, I don't know, vetted to the most extreme point where they don't have a life and their life is going to be the government or maybe Jesus. the government takes action. I don't know. Like, you get thrown up in Lansing, or... God. I don't know. Leavenworth, probably. Yeah. Or is that just a military prison? Like, for us, for our military. I don't military. know if it's just military, or... I don't know the specifics of that. I think it's just a federal prison. But I don't I know. But I know, like... I mean, you can watch movies, and they talk about getting thrown in Leavenworth. Thrown in Leavenworth, but they're usually about military personnel, yeah. right? Yeah, and I meant Leavenworth, not Lansing, earlier. No, Lansing is an actual, like, prison, but that's just where, um, our death row is. No, our, our death row is in El Dorado, Dorado, but our execution chamber is in Lansing. They have to bus them all the way across the state to kill them. That's what our tax dollars so they well, They're not even going to kill them, them, bro. They have to sit in El Dorado, and if they decide they're going to kill them, they have to bus, bus them. Bus them all the way to Lansing. That's our tax dollars, brother. That's... <laughs> How um, much does a bullet cost? <laughs> Less than that. I mean, you can go rifle around about dollar fifty right now. You know, I I I don't, I don't know. I think that's a conversation for another day. <laughs> I think that's a conversation for when we have somebody like more qualified to talk about it than us on here. <laughs> like who? Walt Disney. Uh, Walt Disney. Is that a segue? <laughs> so Christian, I gotta ask you a question, man. How was your holiday? <laughs> I didn't watch any Disney movies. <laughs> I didn't either, but I did go to Disney. Really? I did go to you Disney didn't watch World. A single, yeah, I was gonna say you don't watch a single Disney movie. Fuck no, because you, you're 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 living them. You went to Disney World. <laughs> well, okay, the one the one Disney movie I watched on my trip was Monsters Inc. 
and it was like while we were driving back an hour and Monsters Inc. is pretty cool Monsters Inc. is a damn good movie dude so okay I forget that's a Disney movie actually Disney and Pixar man there are a lot of good Disney movies you can't bash on all of them oh no but actually like so the whole you can't point bash of this, on Walt Disney. Though. You can bash on Walt Disney. <laughs> the whole point of this bring a roll is that I went to I went to Disney Disney World in Florida over the uh, um, New Year holiday with my entire family. My well, at least my immediate family: my mom, my dad, my sister, my nieces, my wife, whatever. It was a great time. Um, everything is fucking expensive out there, though, dude. Like, a little tiny plush toy is, like, $10, $15, right? Hmm. It's fucking insane. And it's kind of wild because unless you buy, like, a fast pass, or I guess they call it the lightning lane now, you're waiting two, three hours to get on, like, a one ride. Oh, yeah. No, I, I've never seen the attraction of that kind of shit, personally. So there's a few things that you brought back from Disney that I've thought are pretty cool. The lightsaber. Oh. Lightsabers, plural. I've Both of them <laughs> are actually pretty badass. I'll give you that. That's, I've built my own custom lightsabers. As a grown-ass man, I, I think that's fucking cool. No, it was the, and the experience is really cool, too. But at the same time, I, I personally have no desire to go to Disney. Oh, right. It, Any of their parks. Have you heard about the Disney extravaganza? No. Where they throw you, you hit like all seven Disney parks across the world. Holy fuck. Um, I hit four in four days and I was done. I hit, I hit all four Disney World parks because there's Magic Kingdom. Oh, so you hit all four of them inside of Florida. Ma yeah, Magic Kingdom, Hollywood Studios. No, I'm talking all, all over the world. All seven different destinations. Oh, so it's like Jesus Dubai, Christ, um, Dubai, Orlando. Oh, what's the one that's in California? What city is it in? Oh, Anaheim. Anaheim. I went there actually last um, year. Moscow. There's not. I don't think there's one in Moscow, but there's Tokyo. Or Tokyo. Uh, I think Paris. Paris. There's not one in Moscow? I'm pretty sure there no, is. No, 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 no. I don't think there's one in Moscow. There might be one in Moscow, or they might be building one. Who knows? But uh, anyway, so you hit like seven different destinations, and it was some absurd price. Tag. It was like $1.2 million per person. Jesus, fuck. So, you know, and you're supposed to like... But the price goes down if you bring a buddy. So, you know, if you bring two people, it's only $1.8 million. So, Christian, I think there's one thing you would like to do, and I would, I would like to do it with you if there is a, if this thing ever takes off and, like, makes us money. Um, at Epcot, they have this thing called the World Showcase, right? And so every little different chunk of the park is based on a different country, like France, uh, Italy, Germany... Norway, okay, be, they got Norway. Here, here's the thing, though. They have, you have the option to do this thing called drink around the world, where you can get a, like, native drink from that place in every country. Like, I got a Prosecco in Italy. I got a wine slushy in France. They had, in China, they had this plum wine that was the fucking best wine I've ever like drank. Like a plum sake? No, it was literally plum wine. Yeah. And I got fucking hammered that day and I had to go across to Magic Kingdom to have dinner with my wife that was reserved and everything at this fancy place and everything it was fucking wild but it was fun but 
the fact that you went on vacation somewhere and you and your wife were separated all day and went and had dinner. No, we, we weren't separated all day. We went over there together. <laughs> we separated from the from the group. Oh, okay. Oh, so you went over there together. You guys both got drunk and had a good time. I got drunk with my mom because uh, my sister had to opt out of it because she wasn't feeling well. Um, and also, my wife is probably the best babysitter slash slash sheepdog I know when I'm drunk. She knows how to fucking corral my ass, dude. Like, oh my god. <laughs> she, she better not listen to this episode. No, like, I mean that as a compliment. Like, she takes you really... You called your wife a sheepdog. No, she does what she does. She's like, you gotta go this way, bud. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> I think that's a compliment, but whatever. Anyway. Also, if you're listening to this, I believe that you are, you take very good care of me whenever so, I'm hammered. <laughs> so anyway, we're going to go into the what the fuck moment of the week. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> so this, oh. this has no correlation to Jason's wife, of course. I, I fucking hope not. <laughs> but, so I think everybody's heard about her. It's that police... What is it? She's just like a police She's officer. She's just a police officer. In uh, what Meg- town in Tennessee? In Tennessee. Just somewhere in Tennessee. So, so Megan Hall. In, yeah, Megan Hall in Tennessee has, uh, you know, been a recent hire at the police department, and she's found that her newest case is to uh, spread the love. And she has fucked over half of the police department. At least four. I think there was six. Six of the police officers had had intercourse with her on or off the clock. I think four of them were the ones that were on the clock. Fucking Christ, dude. So, this chick got hired, went from being a pharmacy tech, which I think is really funny, because that was, you know, my fiance's previous occupation. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. To so, being a police officer and fucking the whole entire force. So, um... The whole kicker of this whole entire situation is... She's been fired. Oh, they've all been fired, I think. I uh, know they haven't. No, just her? So not as of right now. I, I don't know what's going to actually happen. I, I bet you they do get fired. But as of right she was the only one to get fired so far. That's actually kind of fucked up. Oh, it's fucking hilarious. So It's super fucked up. Just for transparency, I want to name the other guys. There's Juan Lugo Perez, Louis Powell, Detective Seneca Shields, and Sergeant Harry Ty McGowan. Henry Ty McGowan, sorry. These are the other guys involved. And I just... They ran a train on that bitch. I'm sorry, I gotta be... I guess I gotta be the, the buzzkill here. Like, these guys fucking cheated on their wives, too, right? Like... Not all of them were married, but a good portion of them were. But why is she getting fucked over like that, you know? I mean, she got fucked over. And you go look at that. Oh, my man. God. See, this is the difference. <laughs> this is the fundamental difference between you and I. But there's... There's no, there's, really kind there's of... something seriously screwed up about this. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm not, like, putting that aside. That That's fucked up, dude. But it's very, very... You want to know something? Guys, but my thing is, and I was talking to this with somebody, and their whole point is, like, yeah, they're going to fire all of them. And I was like, well, they, but they can't do it at once. You can't get rid, get rid of your whole entire police department at one time. You, I mean, you can't, but, like... At the same time, everybody's gonna get gotten rid of. I can promise you that. But you can't get rid of the whole entire police department in one shot. No, obviously. And 
I think the kicker of all this is the fact that her husband, uh, Jedediah Hall. Oh shit. Yeah, <laughs> Jedediah is, is is sticking by her. Well, you know, Jedediah. Jedediah is a former park ranger, which ma- which makes you think that he'd be upset with the fact that what people is, are polluting his campsites. What is the story of Jedediah in the Bible? What exactly? Isn't there something? You're asking the wrong fucking person. Oh man, I I think there's something scandalous to do with that. I wish we would have done some homework on that one. Well, you had all week, dumbass. <laughs> uh, but I just, it's kind of weird. I just feel it's a weird situation for everybody involved. And I don't see a really good solution anyway. But I feel like there's something even more fucked up than this going on. So you guys what are in for a treat. Uh, it is the first what-the-fuck moment of the week doubleheader. So, rolling on the sex scandal train, we've got Antonio Brown. Fucking A B, bro. Oh, what does he do? But uh, decide to put some revenge porn on the internet. Oh, Jesus Christ! And not just like anywhere, but on Twitter and on Snapchat. It wasn't on Twitter. It wasn't on his Twitter. It was just on his Snapchat. Well, it's all over Twitter. It's now. all over Twitter. Like they aren't his accounts, though. But what's going on? He so, is, in one of them, having sex with his like child's mid, mother. Mid-fucking, right. And then the other one, his baby mama's giving him some head. And he's got a big old fucking dong hanging in this white bitch's mouth. And he's got a fucking recording <laughs> going on. His, and his Snapchat he, account has since been just, since been suspended. You know, like, it's it's gone. Like it's but <laughs> what the fuck? I <laughs> Seriously, at this like, you know, I told you about it, right? Like, I had He's to a weird motherfucker. I had man. to fucking see it, right? Because <laughs> yeah, I, I had to tell you, said it to me. I didn't believe you. <laughs> I had to fucking see that shit, right? Because and who's to say that was actually Antonio Brown? There's no face in that. He could deny the shit out of it. He says he's been. Whatever. He said he was hacked. He said his Snapchat was hacked. Oh, it was big black dick in his baby mama's mouth. I was pretty sure it was her. There's no doubt in that. Oh my god! But this is just like the latest, like what the fuck moment in the just sad tragedy of Antonio Brown, right? I mean, sorry, the hilarious comedy of Antonio Brown. Because all you ever hear about is like, oh, we need to feel for this guy because he's mentally unwell. This is the second time in less than six months he's been caught with his dick out, right? What happened before? The first time, I think he's actually like in legal trouble in Saudi Arabia. Because he... What black guy goes to Saudi Arabia? He went swimming in a pool butt-ass naked, right? Just butt-ass naked. And this dude, he was, like, waving his schlong around, like, doing whatever. So, I don't know. I think he might be in legal trouble there. But this is after he quit the NFL by stripping down to his literal spandex and then just piecing out. Like, So, he's got a big thing about just showing off his wiener, huh? AB's been a fucking head case ever since he got laid out by Vontez Perfect, like, eight, nine years ago. He, he won a Super... 
the, I think the worst part about all this is that he scored a touchdown on my team in the fucking Super Bowl. So you're saying that Antonio Brown's behavior is related to the hit he took from who? Vontez Perfect. <coughs> when did this happen? Oh, like eight, nine years ago in the playoffs. The playoffs? Um, <coughs> he was. They were playing a game. And we're I think, in the playoffs right now. And then, Yes, we are. We'll get to that. But Antonio Brown was running like this cross route or something, <laughs> and the ball like sailed over his head, right? And he was already getting tackled, and Vontez Perfect literally did the most vicious helmet-to-helmet you've ever fucking seen, dude. Knocked his ass out right there on the field. He won the same <coughs> since. Hmm. That's when he left the Steelers. That's when he, like, went to the... He was going to be traded to the Bills, but then he was like, nah, fuck that, which is really funny now since they're, like, tearing it up. But, um... And then he went to the Raiders. Well, yeah, they are tearing it up. Then he went to the Raiders for five seconds before he called the general manager a cracker and got fired. Hundred percent true. Hundred percent true. And he then he uh, you know then he got to, then he went to the Patriots. There's a saying that a lot of old people say, and I'm not gonna actually repeat it, but you know. You can take somebody out of a situation, but you can't take the situation out of somebody. Oh, I get what you're saying. I mean, <laughs> I mean, this. At some point, <laughs> tickle yourself a little bit, did you? <laughs> so anyway, after that, we're gonna we're gonna take a sit back and lean back on the bench and take a look at what's going on in sports in a segment we like to call sitting on the bench. <laughs> Jason over here has been being a fuck. Oh my god. But he wants to talk about how the NFL regular season went this year. So, I thought it was a pretty weird year. <laughs> I thought, I mean, I guess I didn't a couple expect people died. <laughs> couple, I mean, we had some serious injuries. We had some very serious injuries. Um, we had some pretty predictable outcomes. We, we had, had some, some crappy flops. Fucking a. <laughs> <laughs> he's insisting on making that joke. So, for those of you who don't know, he's making that joke about Demar Hamlin. No, I'm not. Who has since been revived. No, he's not Tua, dead. Tua, crappy flop. Oh, Demar, oh. Now you get where I'm going. Oh. Now you understand. Oh my cunt. god. <laughs> <laughs> Seconds. Sorry, we can't put that live. That there was some nasty shit said right there. Jesus Christ, <laughs> there was some fucking real hardcore shit said. Alright. Anyway, so we're gonna sit back, relax, and <laughs> sit on the bench. <laughs> so the, the it's been a weird season this year in the NFL. Wildcard weekend's been nuts. Wildcard weekend. Right now. I went three and three. God damn it! Oh, really? I went three and three. I went. I mean, pretty much that's well. As far as picks and wanting to win, like like who I picked to want to win, my bracket was three and three too. Yeah, uh, there were a couple of games where I wasn't surprised. The Vikings. Kirk Cousins likes to blow shit. <laughs> oh, chains! How brother. long have I been talking about this? Uh, Forever, dude. Oh my god. I, what have I been saying? He, What's he gonna do? Blow it. 
What did he do? Blew it. Oh my god, are you fucking surprised? With his three-yard pass on fucking fourth and eight. So. <laughs> fucking moron. So, so this has kind of got us thinking. So, okay, the results were like, I think we all predicted that the Seahawks were going to get fucking blown out by the 49ers. We all kind of yeah, saw that coming a million saw miles that away. Happen. I was really surprised to see the Cowboys take down the Buccaneers. Holy fuck. I was happy and pissed at the same time. I was pi- Okay, so I was pissed off. I hate the Cowboys, but I hate Tom Brady more. I hate the Cowboys more. You hate the Cow- Cowboys more than Tom Brady? I don't hate the Cowboys. I hate their fans more than I hate Tom Brady. No. I'm Those not- are some of the most delusional... Motherfuckers okay. on the I'm face so of the planet. That I'm excited to watch them go up and then get taken down. Oh, they got to go up to San Francisco. And they're going to get beat. And they're going to fucking cry. Oh, yes. And they're going to whine. It's going to be great. And they're going to bitch. And they're going to blame it on the refs. Because what else do the Cowboys fans Always. have? The best, my favorite result of Super Wildcard Weekend was. The, the Chargers absolutely chargering and blowing a 27-point lead to the Jacksonville Jaguars. Fucking How long did you write that line? Beautiful. What? How many times did you write that line? What line? The Chargers chargering. I didn't write that. That's just a thing that they do. It's a real thing that people say. The Chargers chargered. Oh, my God. Yeah. It's, like, it's a verb now. Yeah. It's always been a verb. And the Chiefs fucking, what, scalp their opponents? Wow. No, like, do, okay, you have well, to know the history of the Chargers to know why it's called that. They have a real long history of blowing shit like that. Yeah. How do you I get understand. scalping out of that? Well, because they fucked them up. That's what we've been doing all year. Yeah, we've been really fucking shit up. We've been fucking year. up the politically correct white people. <laughs> Okay. Um, Look what we did to Washington. What did we do to Washington? Where are you going with this? <laughs> no, we didn't even play Washington this year. Washington? No! <laughs> we played them last year. <laughs> I, I mean, them suck they're coming for us next, talks. dude. Jesus Christ. But, um... It was not great because I had picked the Buccaneers to win. <laughs> what the fuck are you doing? I picked the Bucks to win, and why the fuck? Well, you don't bet against Tom Brady. Not in the playoffs. You don't bet against, especially in round one. Wouldn't they say that was the first time you'd lost in round one in how long? So long. I don't remember the like stat. Two thousand five. I think so. I think that's what they said. I don't... Yeah, he's always made it at least to the divisional round. Yeah. But, uh, you know, but he of course... He usually gets a bye week round one. <laughs> but of course, me, a Chiefs fan, I picked him, and what did he do? He fucked me over and destroyed my bracket once again. So, thank you, Tom Brady. On your way out, you gave me one last disappointment. Um, but... This got me thinking. Is the seventh seed in the playoffs a good idea? Oh hell yeah! The wild card team's awesome. 
Because I, I always worry about the it. The way they stack the brackets fucked up. I think they should randomize the bracket. I think so, too, because I don't think it's fair that the lower seed has to go up to be sacrificed to the fucking higher seed. But here's the deal. The Chiefs have the bye, and we're walking in, and we're going to play the Chargers. We're playing the and Jacksonville Jaguars. The Chargers lost. Oh, yeah, that's they right. They blew a 27-point lead. God, I'm going to sound like a dumbass this episode. <laughs> no different yeah. than any other episode, brother. Yeah, I got a little bit. A lot of fun. Anyway. But, yeah. So, we're going to walk in and play Jacksonville. And the way they played in the second half was fucking nuts. Scary. If they play like that all game, we're dead. You don't throw four picks and win a playoff game, dude. It just doesn't happen. But... Who knows? I mean, Andy Reid is historically great off a of bye week. Um, There's a lot of time for preparation in there. Yeah. Have you seen all the Andy Reid commercials lately? Oh my god, they're so good. They're, they're coming so up fucking good. everywhere. Dude, his personality is everywhere and I fucking love it. So I'll give it to that guy. Like, oh, yeah, hats he's... off to Andy Reid as being a coach. The fucking persona that he puts on and the standard that he holds his guys to. Oh, 100%. It's higher than everybody else. And I'll give him that. And the man's a great dude. So. Phenomenal coach, too. Oh, great, great football coach. to watch. But I shouldn't say that. Boring, great football to watch. He pisses me off all the time. He needs to take more chances. But. Yeah. We're yeah. looking at. Bye so. Week. I, I, I like your idea though, like giving the like randomizing the bracket a little bit, because I mean we all kind of figured that the seven seed Seahawks were gonna get fucking annihilated by the 49ers. although Miami put up a but really good fight against, against Buffalo. Why don't you put them up against like a three or a five seed? Exactly. I I mean I yeah, see what you're saying. Check that team. Oh, would you have a couple of lucky wins in there? Oh look at that! Now they've got more confidence. And maybe some players' health restored. And you're going and beating the first seed after that. Yeah. And then walking into the Super Bowl and... Conference championship, at least. But uh, but we're going to probably move on from this and at least close out sitting on the bench by giving our NFL honors and dishonors. I had a lot of fun coming up with this. So we each kind of chose, I think, four or five categories and a counterpart to them. So we have our MVP and our NVP, which I call our not valuable player. So we're going to go, Jason, who's your MVP? MVP, most valuable player. My most valuable player is hands down Patrick Mahomes. I mean... Yep, you're a Chiefs fan. Over 5,600 yards of offense, over 45 touchdowns. Yeah, you're a fan of Patrick. Williams. Can I speak before you be a cunt? Um, <laughs> Look my nuts. Fucking fifty six hundred yards of total offense with to- forty five total touchdowns. The best QBR in the league. He led every single stat category. Like, what else is there? Well, as a Packer backer, this hurts me to say, but Justin Jefferson should really be the MVP. Look at the fucking stats that he put up with Kirk Cousins uh, as his fucking quarterback. That is you want to talk about why they made it to the playoffs? <laughs> it's not because of Kirk Cousins. It's because of Justin Jefferson. And you can look at that all fucking day long. 
Kirk Cousins is a shitty quarterback. Oh, he's... Watch the film. He misses targets all the time, and that motherfucker still finds a way to catch the ball. Yeah. How the hell do you do that? Show me anybody else in the league besides maybe, like, Heinz Ward. Heinz Ward? That would have caught the ball like that. Oh, I'm serious. Heinz or Randy Ward. Moss when he actually wanted awesome. to catch a pass. Like, I mean, I'll give you, you that could, for sure. That dude is just pumped everything out, and I really think that the Chiefs should, uh, you know, trade for him. Maybe scalp some players and yeah. get that guy going. Oh, oh the Chiefs had Jettas, dude. <laughs> That'd be fucking awesome. But my not valuable player of the year, I think we had the same one, Russell fucking Wilson. Um. Yeah, you go ahead and go with that. Why don't Why don't you think that? Talk about such a fucking misfire, dude. Like this guy was supposed to take the Broncos to the Super Bowl. Everybody had them winning the division solely because of Russell Wilson. And so the the fact that they they went five and twelve. That's absolutely ridiculous. Well, I'm going with Brett Mayer. <laughs> the kicker of the Cowboys. I think I think no, we're going just by regular okay, season. Okay, no, well, he's played for a couple of different teams. But currently he was playing for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. That was, he was playing with the Cowboys. He's playing with the Cowboys? Yeah, he missed four extra points last night. Oh, the yeah, other he, night. Well, he played with the Buccaneers earlier in the season. Oh, no shit. They, they scouted him from the Buccaneers? Oh no, I'm I'm reading some interesting things. What do you got up there? Well, oh, they were playing against the Buccaneers. Yeah. So anyway, my MVP is Brett Mayer, or Maher, or however you say it. Well, anyway, this dude. Well, <laughs> how many touchdowns did Dak Prescott put up? Five. Four or five? Yeah. yeah five. Yeah. How many field goals did he miss? Four? <laughs> <laughs> fucking pathetic. Or not field goals, but PATs. You get fucking... So you were one for five. You're batting 200. Is what's going oh, on here. Oh, shit, dude. As a kicker in the NFL, kicking a 15-yard field goal, what was the tweet? Anybody in the stands want to come down yep. and kick? We have a jersey for you on the sideline. Yep. Ah, oh, Jesus. Oh man, I don't understand That's how the, just dirty. I don't understand how the Cowboys aren't looking, aren't going to be looking for a kicker this week, or don't like at least have one on standby. That's uh, but moving on, our coach of the year and our, our best coach of the year and our worst coach of the year. Uh, my best coach has got to be Dan Campbell from the Lions. I mean, what what else do you need to say? He got the Lions to a winning record. These guys will run through fucking walls for this guy. What, what do you think? Did you watch the Lions play this year? They were pretty good. They were a really good team this year, very quietly. Are they in the playoffs? No, they are not in the playoffs. What was the record halfway through the season? I think it was 1-6. That's your coach of the year. That's my coach. Well, uh, dude, come on. The Lions were much more pathetic under Matt Patricia. This is the foundation of something really great right here. 
Or I could have gone with my original... You've my... been watching too many documentaries. Alright, let me go with... You want me to go with my original one? Hmm. Pete fucking Carroll. I do love Pete Carroll. Pete Carroll. Because not only did he finesse the Broncos, he got Geno Smith to put up pretty damn good numbers and got into the playoffs. Well, you know what? Fuck everybody else. Let's talk about Andy Reid. Yeah, I... See, I was gonna. I would love to say that, but then you jumped down my throat when I named Patrick I'm, Mahomes the MVP. I'm not a bandwagon jumper on any means, but the way that that man coaches and just is as a person, you don't hear anything but great things about Andy Reid. You know, he's thrown together a great team. He just has love for the game, love for being a good person, and it shows in what he plays. And I think he just holds everybody to a higher moral standard. Himself, the players, his kid. You know, we'll get into that at some point. Yeah. Uh, and the whole entire situation with that, I think he handled very well. I think he handled it like a, like a champ. I mean, like the best, uh, as best as any NFL coach could. And he, he holds everybody to a higher standard. But let's talk about the worst coaches. Jason, I picked Todd Bowles from the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I'd have to second that. Just uninspired play. Um, You can't get conservative if you have Tom Brady. You've got to go for the big shots down the field. Why the fuck would you pick up Tom Brady in his 40s? I I mean, they got him to a Super Bowl. They fucking blew out the Chiefs. Why the fuck would you hang on to Tom Brady in his 40s? I think it Why does... would you hang on to any quarterback like that in their 40s? Let's look at the fucking the Packers right now. Why is Aaron Rodgers still playing football? That dude is just... Anyway, we're going to get into that. A Here in bit. a second. So, the defensive player of the year. I chose Nick Bosa. Led the NFL in sacks. I mean, dude's a machine. He's, he's carrying that defensive line. All right. Well, I got J.J. Watt. You know, J.J. didn't do a whole lot this year. Nothing crazy statistically. Didn't do anything. But I'm just bringing up the fact that J.J. should have had a Super Bowl win. He is one I, of the greatest defensive players of all time. I 100% agree. I'll second Wholesome that. Wholesome dude. Gave his heart to it, and he's going down swinging, and he's retiring, knowing what he's doing, and going go on to do great things. Retiring in good health on his own terms. I think that's what the NFL really needs to promote, and that's why I want to give him the defensive player of the year. He's just got the heart, the soul, the thought, the mind, everything that's going to go into it, and he's going to go be one of those guys that's going to promote and maybe even fight the NFL and make things safer for the players and make it a wholesome, better game. You know, bring it back to what it really should be. And I mean, whatever he's going to do, he, you know he's going to put 100% into it and be fucking amazing at it. So, I mean, I mean, we here at Bullshit with Friends wish J.J. Watt nothing but the best in his retirement. Um, that being said, we'll move on here to our comeback player of the year. Which yours are looking, yours aged about about as well as milk. 
Yeah, I wrote this. Uh, I'm not even gonna bring mine up. Um, I chose Geno Smith, by the way. And I don't think anybody can talk about Geno again, really. I don't think anybody can dispute that. I don't know. I'm uh, I'm gonna look at Lamar Jackson. What? The guy who spent the last six weeks of the season on IR. I'm not talking about the last six weeks. I'm talking about the first ten games of the season. Okay, well, the first. 11, I think. Oh, yeah, that's right. We are on a 17-week. Yeah. Or 17-game, 18-week system now. Um, no, I saw a shit ton of improvement. Okay. A lot more accurate ball placement, a lot more diction in what he's doing. and His first one was Kirk Cousins, driven. by the way. <sighs> yeah. Very, very driven play. I... I think the guy's got to figure it out, and he may have been fucked by this injury. He may take the old Michael Vick run, and well, the Ravens need to out the Ravens need to pay play. him. Well, what are they paying him? Well, because I, I guess the reason I, I, I'm kind of questioning that is because he never really fell off. He never really had anything to come back from. Well, like he's know, always been Lamar's always been Lamar. Geno Smith has had has had a pretty tumultuous run in the NFL. Lamar had some pretty nasty losses and a pretty bad ego to go with it, and was looking not like a great pick for a while. And I think he turned it all around. That's why he's my comeback player. Okay, I can get behind that. My my should not have comeback player of the year ended up being Tom Brady. Pretty self-explanatory. 8-9 and nine record. Pretty underwhelming. Old as fuck. But I don't know. Alright, well we're going to talk about Aaron Rodgers here for a second. Oh boy. Aaron Rodgers. Our resident ben, Packer backer. And Ben Roethlisberger. They both played 18 seasons in the NFL and if you look at their stats, Big Ben's stats beat Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> and you're going to take a step back and be like, fuck no, they don't. No, look it up. They actually do. Two Super Bowls. Well, not just two Super Bowls. Threw more touchdowns, less interceptions. Got hit less times. Uh, won more games. I, every single stat that you can put on paper, Big Ben's got them beat. Yeah, you did say something like that. Yep, and it's true through the end of this season. That's wild. You know, but everybody wants to talk about how great of a quarterback Aaron Rodgers is. Aaron Rodgers is an okay quarterback. Aaron Rodgers is an okay quarterback, but I just, he's done. You look at him play and he looks like a crippled old man out on the field. Fucking Tom Brady can actually still get around, move. He looks youthful, energetic, but he was protected by an offensive line the whole entire time. Aaron Rodgers looks like he's going to be shaken like Muhammad Ali by the time he hits 50. <laughs> I'm not fucking kidding. He's going to go down the same road Brett Favre did. He, it's a franchise that wants to find a big-name quarterback and not pay an offensive line and just tell their quarterback, Figure you're it just going to fucking get hit. Yeah. And they will not buy a running, getting-around maneuver. Aaron Rodgers' backup is... Uh, Jordan Love. Yeah, another pocket-passing quarterback. Yeah. 
Would you look at that? Maybe we've got a coaching issue going on. You think Matt maybe Lambo has a curse of freezing quarterbacks' brains? You play in the cold that long, maybe you just get hit. And well, there's just, something wrong with you. I don't know. That guy should not have fucking thought about coming back and playing. It just for his own health. That's what I don't get. Him and Brett Favre both did the same exact thing. There's something maybe that. Their coaching staff has just got their players so addicted to playing the game. Maybe. Or that they just love it. Because when I see Aaron Rodgers out there, I just it doesn't look like Aaron Rodgers wants to be there. It looks like he could he he wanna he just wants to be anywhere else. But I don't know, who's to say? But But moving on here. I think we got one more category here, and that's our uh, surprise of the year and our not surprise of the year. So mine was the Jaguars actually being a competent team. I thought they were going to struggle a little bit more than they did this season. Oh, that aged well, didn't it? <laughs> Jesus Christ! I mean, I, I'm glad it did because actually, I got... that that's that's a great pick. I'll give you that one. The Jaguars came out of nowhere. Everybody's impressed with them right now. Because I feel like we just write them off every year. Because they're, they're the fucking they're Jaguar. quarterback's just fucking lovable guy. I, Trevor Lawrence is such a likable guy. I I think he is a great fit for Jacksonville. Well, my surprise of the year, none of the Raiders players went to prison this year. <laughs> so, Antonio Brown has obviously no longer been a Raiders player for quite a while. For a so long time. Whatever happens with that... So, that sex scandal doesn't, doesn't count. count. Doesn't count. But this is the first year in a really long time that the none of the Raiders players have gone to prison. <laughs> so I uh, think that's that's the biggest surprise of the year. It is they, pretty surprising, I guess. They got their players to get their shit together. So they didn't play well. <laughs> uh, maybe they should let them party a little bit more. You you want to know what didn't surprise me about that, or mm. didn't surprise me about the season? How that the rest Tom of Brady's still playing football. I mean, that's yours, and I agree with that, but I, I, I mean, that doesn't surprise me so much because that dude has an ego that's just atmospheric. But anyway. He's a cunt. <laughs> my, uh, Tom my, Brady, you're a fucking cunt. Oh, shit. We, you know what? This show has actually a long storied history of just calling out quarterbacks. I think I told, I think on the very first episode, I called, up, called out Kirk Cousins and said I could fight him in the octagon. <laughs> but my. my <laughs> Dude, I would fucking pay to see that. My, I would love to see the year ass be by Kirk Cousins. I'll fuck Kirk Cousins up. <laughs> Bullshit. I'll fuck Kirk Cousins up. Are you pussy. kidding me? You think I'm going to... Fe- I'll fuck chains up, man. So, anyway, my not surprise was the rest of the AFC West being failures after spending a combined half a billion dollars to beat the Chiefs. Just for the Chiefs to sweep them. What the fuck? Uh, well, there's... The Raiders got Devontae Adams. There's a couple of players that just straight up fucking choked. And a couple of coaches that bet big money and threw all their eggs in one basket. We can look at it that way. Yeah. You don't put all your eggs in one basket. You don't spend the big money. You. Why would you sign a quarterback to a $245 million deal? Why would you hire a better coach? I think Hackett was supposed to lure Aaron Rodgers. But then again... Why? Okay, so you... 
in that case, you're going to either have Russell Wilson or Aaron Rodgers. You're running two totally types of different offense. Well, yeah, because of course, uh, I mean, Russell Wilson's not a pocket passer. He never has been. So why would you aim? There's some coaching issues there. Oh, 100%. 100%. Anyway, so we're going to leave you guys with some food for the thoughtless. So anyway, we're going to leave you guys with some uh, food for the thoughtless. Are there any urban legends or supernatural beings or myths that you think that could be real? Like dragons or the chupacabra or some shit like that? Or elves or, you know, demonic possession. Like ghosts or spirits. So we're going to let you guys ponder that for the next week or so. And we'll talk to you guys next time. Another reminder that Bullshit with Friends is purely for entertainment purposes. Views expressed in this podcast do not necessarily reflect the views of the individuals involved or any of their associated parties. Any individuals or associated parties discussed are assumed to be fictional characters. Any individuals or parties accused of a crime are innocent until proven guilty. Try not to take it too seriously. It's just bullshit after all.